can't go out. <laughs> I'm sick. Boo, you whore. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Outgoing Without Going Out. I am Gabby. I'm the only Fuller sister here today, but I am joined by the one and only... Justin. We are one in the car if you hear any crazy noises we are doing a podcast live from the car right now but we are on our way back to orlando but we thought it was very fitting to do a world's recap episode because honestly there was a lot that went down and like you're gonna get every little detail i feel like the podcast is like one of my safe spaces where i feel like i can trust you guys not that there's anything like not necessarily public knowledge but like when i tell you you're gonna get all the behind the scenes of what i went through what we all witnessed and just kind of like some juicy tea of the weekend so that is what this whole podcast is going to be about so there's not going to really be a weekly scoop because the weekly scoop is going to be every little detail that we talk about going into this podcast but before we get started i guess the only segment that we will do is favorites which also has to do with the weekend so um do you want to go first what is your favorite of the week uh, my favorite of the week definitely has to be TJLC three-peating and continuing to stay on top. Yeah, it's just that was the first time somehow in history that they've they've gone back-to-back, what, three separate times? Yeah, and then they came close to doing a three-peat back in 07, 08, 09, and they were undefeated all three years until the last competition, and they lost that's crazy. Yep. Undefeated all year, three years in a row. And then, and then dropped lost worlds. worlds. Yeah. So that was a tough pill to swallow for them back then. But uh, how many years later? From 09 to 23? 14, 14 years later? Years, that's crazy. They finally made it happen. So. Well, so, yeah, that was the first one. And then they went back to back 13 14. And then thought they were going to win 15, which that was. I I don't think I've watched that live, but I remember seeing everything with the injury, and that, yeah. that was just a crazy year, too. And then, yeah, like, for the the team that won that year to win was very unexpected. So then, finally, first time in history, they repeated. Probably would have been four, to be honest. If 2020 happened, I, that TJLC 2020 was phenomenal. Yeah, for sure. Which would have been crazy. It would have been four, but obviously with COVID, Worlds didn't happen, so they repeated for the first time. Which was amazing to witness, but we'll get into all of that. We are literally going to break you down through the whole weekend. But my favorite is, well, in general, just the food in the arena at Worlds. Even just the food trucks. The food at Worlds in general, they got it down. But the fact that the arena has, like, normal concession stand food, they got your little chicken tenders and fries if you want that too. But if you go, I don't even know what section it is, but on the right side of the floor if you're looking at the stage somewhere up there they have i think it's called cantina and it is like a mexican food concession stand and they got burrito bowls and it is phenomenal food for like a competition i was very impressed i was very happy because we were very hungry at that point and then to come across food like that definitely satisfied our hunger and it's so good you don't get like i feel like a lot of times at competitions food is sketchy like you cannot trust it even the chicken tenders were good they were the fries were all right but the chicken tenders were good as well but yeah, overall, definitely pretty good food. And I also love, I think it's, oh, the cilantro food truck. I think I've talked about that before. I think this is my favorite, some other competition. But the cilantro food truck on the field at Wide World of Sports is also phenomenal. Oh, yeah. and the milkshake you got that one I mean, time. I was just about to say, like, it's like a Frappuccino, I think. But the uh, Ferrero Rocher uh, Frapp from the Pizza Cone food truck, which 
you wouldn't expect the pizza cone food truck to have a dessert like that but i was very impressed and it was very good and then we also had a haagen milkshake in the arena Dulce too de leche milkshake yeah awesome which got me honestly through monday because i was crashing yeah we'll, we'll get into that so i guess let's just start from the beginning so friday we drove up separately yeah we did we drove up separately because my mom flew into miami and plans kind of changed throughout the weekend so she really didn't have to do that but um she drove into miami because she was going to drive up the dog and then i was going to need my car originally to drive back because we thought we were going to be leaving at different times that kind of backfired but my mom needed a car anyway so it worked out it worked out so i drove up with my mom and the dog because i had to get there early for practice justin didn't really have anything to be there on friday so he made some stops along the way and then just came up later friday night but we had our final practice well we had our final practice in the gym on thursday and it was emotional like I didn't think I expected to like to cry a little bit or to feel sad, but I didn't think it would hit me that hard considering I've only coached these kids for a year where like some of the other coaches coach them for literally like eight years in a row. But it was so sad. Everyone was crying. It ended up such an emotional practice. It was so sad. But Friday was their actual last practice at TG Orlando. I don't really consider that like a normal practice because we never treat it like a normal practice. But um, their Friday night practice went great. And then it is LJ tradition, I think they said since 2014, right? Which was the first year that they won, to do the balloon release, which is we get like 40 pink balloons. And it started with, the tradition started with writing like your fears of like what you were afraid of going into the weekend. And then the point is to like release it into the uniforms, like get it out of your head, get it out, speak it out, and just let it go. So it's like, not in your head anymore it's like not something to be afraid of but then it turned into just kind of writing anything and everything that you feel in your heart and in your head on this balloon so it's i know it's unfortunately not like environmentally friendly i did not start this tradition it has been going for a very long time before i came on board and i do know it is like a very special elderly tradition so we do still do it but everyone gets their own balloon writes everything on this balloon like they are writing novels the whole balloon is like covered it's like a book and so we all do that outside of tg orlando everyone wrote on their balloons and then we let them go into the universe whether it's like something you're manifesting or if you are still getting a fear out or just like you're recapping what the season meant to you it's a very special moment for everyone so that was friday night and then going into saturday the competition is spread up technically between four days. It started Friday for UFO, which is our non-tumble team. And then LJ competed Saturday, Sunday. TJLC and Double O competed Sunday, Monday. So we were like the first ones to really go into the competition. On Friday, I believe, I think we, well, UFO, no, UFO was before us, but we didn't really get to talk to them much because they went before we even like met and went to the competition. But the way that Top Gun does it too, which is very different, not from a lot of gyms i guess a lot of gyms do have teams stay together but we stay at the florida's resort which is like it has like two and three bedroom hotel rooms like these giant suites and our teams stay together and then we do everything together throughout the weekend so we have a bus that takes you everywhere you kind of as an athlete like your whole weekend is kind of written out for you you know that like you got something to do basically at all times so we met in the morning we competed at a pretty good time Saturday. It was like, I think it was 1.07 p.m. So we didn't have to get up too, too early. Met on the bus 
made our way to the competition and then luckily the weather was great so we got an outside warm-up all weekend which is just like the fields are open to practice so before you go into actual warm-up you go into we just do like some reps we do some drills nothing too crazy because it's the sun was like beaming down it was really hot You guys love when we have our mom on the podcast, and I truly feel like we learn something new about her and her life before we were born every time we have her on the podcast. Mother's Day is coming up, and we want to make Mother's Day extra special for our mom this year. That's why we were giving her a unique, heartfelt gift that'll truly make her feel special and loved, the gift of StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It is a thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter most. Every week, StoryWorth will email your loved one a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of options. These are questions you may never have had the chance to actually ask, like what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life, or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? After one year, StoryWorth will compile your loved one's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. I feel like we ask our mom so many funny random questions on the podcast, but it'll be so nice to get a deeper, more thought-provoking questions and learn so much more about her. Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift that you'll all cherish for years to come. StoryWorth. Right now, for a limited time, you'll save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash outgoing. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash outgoing to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash outgoing. But something new this year, which is very weird, and I wonder why this year of all years, they added a six-minute tumble strip before your normal warm-up. And it's been like a 12-minute full spring floor warm-up for like literally as long as I can remember from when World started. So this was new. We had no idea what it was going into this. And also at Worlds, you have to like every single person has to go down the line, check IDs, get stamped. The security at Worlds is like crazy because obviously they have very strict rules for who could be on the floor and who can't. So we're checking all of our team in. And before our team is even fully checked in, they're making us take the tumble strip and like start tumbling. So warm-ups day one was kind of very hectic because no one, like UFO went, but UFO didn't tumble yet. So no one really knew the process of the tumble strip. And it was very hectic, it was very rushed, and they did not have room to add these tumble strips in the warm-up room. So everything was crammed together. There's so many teams in the warm-up room, there's no walk-around room. So it started off kind of on a stressful foot, but luckily, everything kind of soothed out. Their warm-up, well, I was gonna say their warm-up went well, but to be honest, warm-up day one was kind of crazy. There was a point in time where like our half our pyramid collapsed to the floor, which is phenomenal, going into Worlds, and that happening. I knew I knew that they were going to pull it together and it wasn't anything to be worried about. If anything, it was probably a good thing because it kept them on their toes and like kind of prepared for anything instead of going into just like autopilot, going through the motions of the routine. So that was the warm-up process. And then they competed in the arena day one, which I've always been a field house kind of girl. I love competing in the field house. But a lot of them said they preferred the arena this year because it's louder. But it's because it's smaller... So I think you hear everything more, but personally, I just, I like the vibe of the field house. I like that everyone is surrounding you kind of at all sides and it's just a very relaxed venue. I just feel like if you've been in cheerleading for as long as we have, like just uh, the field house, like just holds a special place in your heart yeah. versus like the arena. But, that's uh, all there used to be, like every OG team. That's it. Competed in the field right, house. like such uh, memorable routines 
world championship routines have been performed for so many years in the field house. So that's why it's such like a bigger ordeal to us, I guess you could say, versus like how we feel competing in the arena. But personally, I kind of like both. I definitely think the field house obviously is a lot better, but I can see why the arena is lit as well. I like the backdrop a little bit more. I like how like there's like a lot more space too. I feel like in the field house, the floor and those seats are so close to each other. Yeah. At least you're on a stage. You're just on the ground. See, so but like, I like you know, that because then it I mean, yeah, feels like, so calming. Like it's not. I for don't know. sure, for sure, it's not like especially you're, like, if up you up. if you make if you the way it used to be because like the alumni section used to be in the same section in the field house every single time. Yeah. So like you knew where to find your people. So it felt very grounding because you knew you could make eye contact with anyone at any point of the mat, whether it's your coaches in the front or like alumni on the right yeah, or like other people on the left. Like you always knew you could find someone where in the arena, I mean, the, it's, everyone's right in front of you. They like parents, coaches, everyone is literally directly in front of the stage. Very true. But you also make it like you make yourself known to like obviously like us watching everybody all weekend. Like we made ourselves known and people when they first came out, looked to their right and saw us just yeah. right there supporting. So. I feel you. Different, different vibes, different feels, but still the same. Um, Can you maybe not say the F word? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. You can cut that out. Well, Lexi's editing it, so it's fine. One will be in, but just <laughs> just slip, slips out, you know? Um, okay, so that was, yeah, so they finished warm-up. Everything felt good going into the performance. I, I had a good feeling that it was going to go well, even though I was stressed after warm-ups. And let me tell you, though, I had a good feeling, but I have never been more nervous. Not not even nervous, just like, anxious. I guess kind of anxious. Yeah, like, because as a coach, you can't do anything. Like, I, I can't. The most I can do is cheer you on and hope you can hear it or, like, you make eye contact with me if you need it. But, like... I can't do anything from the front of the floor. Like, at least when I was an athlete, I would get nervous, especially, obviously, at Worlds being the importance that it was. But, I won, I felt comfortable knowing that, like, I have done everything that I've done seven million times. Like, my body knows what it needs to do. My sun group knows what it needs to do. I know what I need to do. There's really no reason to be nervous. But even the things that I was nervous about, I was in control. I knew that if I really wanted to make it hit and everyone was on the same page, it was going to hit. But as a coach, you just have to trust that everyone feels like that, and you can't do anything about it. I felt like I was going to yak before they went on the floor, and I never felt like that as an athlete. Like, I always got a little, like, the butterflies, a little nervous, but I never felt like I was going to throw up, and I was kind of feeling it. I was like, oh, my God, no one talks about this feeling. This is a million times worse than being an athlete. So they went out day one. They had a great day one routine. We had minor bobbles, but that was it. No other deductions. And uh, everything, obviously, like, it wasn't their ideal routine to hit, but I was I was proud of them for it, especially because they had, we, we were dealing with a lot going into Worlds. We had a lot of injuries. We had a fractured face. We had a knee injury that had to be out for a while before she'd come back. Achilles. Achilles, yeah, like, a lot of, another knee injury, actually, like, a lot of, we were dealing with a lot going into the weekend. So it's not like they had a million hit zeros under their belt going into the weekend, so I was very happy with the routine they put out day one. And then... It, like, set the tempo for the weekend, I think, too. It did. Because, like, obviously just them performing the way they did day one on that Saturday. Um, just kind of put everybody in, like, a good mood. And, like, you know, like, all right, bet, like, we're here. Like, you know, we're at Worlds. Like, this is really happening. Like, okay, like, everybody else, like, is next to go. Like, 
let's keep it going. You know, let's keep the ball moving. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> but um, coming off the floor day one, obviously we were proud, but we didn't know where we were going to score because we ended up watering a decent amount of stuff down compared to what our world's routine started as. So, like, we didn't really know how we were going to compare to other teams. We knew we were going to be pretty level, but we came out and when we got our scores we were in third and we had the highest raw score of the division which was crazy and not what we expected not that like we knew obviously we set them up for success but I don't think we realized how well we were gonna score with that routine so that was like a huge breath of fresh air and like a weight lifted off our shoulders knowing that like holy crap like they can really do this like not that we ever didn't have faith in them but just seeing it like literally proof on paper like the judges had nothing but amazing things to say about their routine there was literally like no negative comments at all and they had the highest raw score like we were sitting in a phenomenal position going into day two we were in like i said we were in third but we got two bobbles as deductions day one so we had four points in deductions but if we only had one bobble and still had that deduction we would have been in first so we had a great feeling going into day two. Um, did anyone else compete Saturday? Did Glock, Glock compete Saturday, Sunday, right? Yes, No, we found out they were world champs. Yeah, it was Sunday. So, uh, so then, yeah, so then we, after they competed, we went down. Well, we, we stayed to watch Generals, which was really special because if you guys don't know what happened with them, which I couldn't even fathom, but they had so to sad. deal with so a few of their teammates on the way home from practice literally the week of worlds met at their normal carpool spot one of the girls got into what she thought was her car and realized it was accidentally the wrong car and when she realized and there was a man sitting in the passenger seat she went back into the friend's car and the guy in the car started shooting at them and there was one of the girls got shot at twice and the other girl got shot once but luckily it just like grazed her so i think she was like in and out of the hospital right away and she was good to compete but the other girl peyton is like literally the, like the face of woodlands league generals right now like she's the one girl i know like i know her curly hair i know that she's a phenomenal flyer tumbler like she does it all and i could not imagine losing i well not not losing okay i don't i don't want to say that she was just still in the hospital like losing her as a teammate as in like she couldn't compete with them at worlds like i could not imagine going through that the week of worlds they replaced her but then so we wanted to like stay and show our support for them day one and they hit a beautiful routine so that was something really special to kind of be in the crowd and see that moment um and then we went back to the hotel we had a little team (coughs) dinner we went over score sheets and then we went back as a team to watch glock day one which um they were in third day one i would say electric was first smode was second and then they were third but they were the only other team that we had at night to go watch that day so that was pretty much it for day one and then day two we had to get up so early we met on the bus at 7 20 a.m so luckily i was a coach i could roll out of bed at like six o'clock got ready really fast met on the bus the poor girls were up at like 4 30 a.m to get ready so it's that is hands down the worst and it somehow always happens to at least one of our teams is someone always early 
I remember TGLC 2017, I think we were that early. I remember getting up at like literally 5 a.m. We were so, uh, oh, we had to be up so early and I just like couldn't even believe that. I was like, I have to go compete and go full out right now yeah. at this time. Yeah. Like weekend practices that start at 10 a.m. are bad enough. But competing, they competed at like 9.50, like before 10 a.m. They were done. So we met super early. Double O had to meet at the exact same time though. So we just met with them on the bus, all headed over to the competition together. And then, um, like, it was so close that we couldn't watch each other. Somehow, there were some spectators that literally watched Double O and ran to watch LJ. But it was, like, 9.48 and 9.55. Like, literally as close as can possibly be. So, luckily, I didn't end up competing at Worlds because I would have had to miss LJ Day 2. And that would have not been okay. And I had a feeling that was going to be the case, which is why I didn't even want to put myself in that situation at all. Because that's what happened last year. And there was no way I would have been okay with missing LJ's final performance so I'm glad everything worked out the way it did um so we met super early everything was going well we did our outside warm-up and then we got to the warm-up room this day we were in the field house so it was a different warm-up situation than we were before when I tell you I don't know if it was because they were early if the tumble floor actually sucked that bad or what it was but they looked like like they were tumbling on concrete like tumbling was kind of scary like no one everyone was just like laughing about it because people were just like not landing skills they felt like they could not punch off the spring floor that we were given like it was kind of scary so a lot of people couldn't throw their intended passes going into day two because they quite literally like could not warm them up well enough so we had the tumble strip we went into warm-up our building section in warm-ups was definitely a million times better day two than it was day one so i felt good going into that and then we go into day two in the field house first of all they took forever to call them out but at that point we were already like sitting in front of the stage so and the way we do it, i always sat on the right side of the mat every single time so they have like two different either two or three different coach areas but trey was always in the music greg was always in the middle and then i was always on the right so we're all just like alone because double o competed too close so like we had no other coaches with us it was literally just us three and I'm just sitting there like by myself and they are taking forever to call them out. So I'm just like sitting there fidgeting, like trying to not think of what's about to happen, like trying to pass time. Finally, they called them out and they had another almost oh, very similar routine to day one where everything stayed in the air. There was no other deductions, but we did have a bobble. So of course, coming off the mat, they weren't the happiest with their routine, obviously like everyone wants to hit the best zero of your life on world's day too like if there's any day you want to hit a phenomenal routine it's that day so if that doesn't happen like everyone is coming off the floor like one upset that it's over like for a lot of people it was their last time competing so that which is already emotional and a huge deal two to not have like the best performance of your life and then three just like the uncertainty of everything like you have no idea was it good enough did i do enough like what is happening you have no idea so we get off the mat, we watch everything, and then I'm looking on cheer updates, and also, like, my mom is sending me everything, Justin was in the crowd, and everyone's like, the whole division, like, no one hit. Like, the whole division either fell or had deductions of some sort, like, so then it kind of gives us a little bit of ease, knowing, like, okay, like, they, they might be able to do it, like, was that enough? What do you have to say after sitting and watching everything? So after LJ had performed, just knowing what routine they had put out day two, um, obviously, I was going to stay and watch uh, A-Team, who was in second, and then um, 
Bombshells. Bombshells, who was in first. And when A-Team went, I was, I mean, I was impressed. Like, obviously, I know they hit. And when I, like, had noticed, like, small details that kind of went wrong for them, which, like, was, like, this girl, like, flying off the floor, but, like, not knowing if, like, her feet were still in bounds or not. And then there was, like, a little bobble check in the center flyer group. And then there was, um, I believe, another out of bounds with one leg. Um, I was just like, okay, like, you know what, like, that was a great routine, but, like, let's let's just see what happens with them, you know, when it comes to, like, scoring and stuff like that. Then I watched Bombshells, and I just couldn't believe it, because at first they were hitting, and then next thing you know, it was just, like, a whole stunt group was on the ground, and I was just like, no way, like, you know, like, I just couldn't believe it, like, World's Day 2, like, you know, like, you want to hit, no matter who you are, no matter what team, and it's just like, they dropped, and I was just like, this is gonna be interesting, like, I have no idea what's gonna happen now, like, is what LJ did enough, you know? And then, yeah, so I was just like, well, I gotta wait now until awards. And our awards were so late. We had to wait like three hours. But then we get our score sheets back and we have a four point safety violation. (laughs) I am panicking. Luckily, okay, well, we got the violation for um, the swing. If you know our sun sequence, our front three flyers drop to an arabesque and we swing and we roll over them. We had a warning earlier in the season as well because technically you're not allowed, the rules say you're not allowed to tumble over anyone. But the way you get against the rules is that it's considered a stunt when you're still holding, like you never release and you never make contact with the competition floor. Or you never like are airborne. Like there's a lot of ways around it. You just basically cannot do, they can't do like a unassisted forward roll over someone's legs. So once we saw we had the bobble and then we had the safety violation, but we knew that it was for that skill. We knew we had USASF proof that we got that skill approved. It was legal. We've competed it all season. We knew that it got brought up before as a warning and we knew kind of like how to talk them through that it was good to go. So this is new and this is interesting, but everything that anyone tried to fight deduction wise or anything like scoring issues is all public knowledge at Worlds. They had a binder of every paper submitted and you could see who in your division tried to fight what. You can see for any division, any team, any gym, like I was, it was kind of fun to be nosy, not gonna lie. I looked through the book a couple times, but this is why I, I feel like I can tell you guys everything because it really was public knowledge the whole weekend. So we immediately go to AccuScore, fell out a paper saying that we needed to talk to someone about the safety violation. Like we know that it was legal. We know we performed it the way that we should. So. Luckily, we talked to someone, got those points back. So then we're like, we we only had a bobble. We only had two points. Like, we knew that yesterday, given day one, like, we would have been in first with a bobble. And knowing that, like, every other division or every other team in the division had deductions, obviously, we didn't want to get our hopes up. But, like, we were like, that really might have been enough. Like, I really think we can do it. Everyone's telling us, like, Justin's like, I really think LJ did it. Like, where everyone else that watched the division, like, really thought they had it. I was a firm believer, honestly, just because, like, I know what I watched, and if, you know, scoring and deductions were done properly, then, you know, we would have had a different result, but... Yeah, so then I'm getting into that. So then, we finally, three hours later, have awards, and, oh my god, it was so nerve-wracking. It's just, like, it's a different kind of feeling, because as an athlete, like losing sucks 
but as a coach you just kind of feel like like way more responsibility for it all like you almost feel like you let the kids down if something goes wrong or like it's just a different feeling of like disappointing someone else so I was stressed already just like going into awards and then they call all the places we make it to the we know we're globing we make it to the top three they call bombshells on third we know we're top two and then the way they do it at worlds is they just call the winner so they go to say like and your world champion is and they say a team so obviously at first we're like dang it sucks but like i'm so happy with second like going into the weekend i would have been happy with anything like like i said they did have a rough um like last few months going into worlds with everything we were being dealt so i was like i was happy with second i really was and for so many of them we had 10 girls compete at worlds for the very first time like that's a that's a third of the team the fact that they put out the routines that they did i was so proud of them for everything they did the weekend and the fact that 10 of them could say their first ever worlds and they got second place like that's huge i didn't even globe until like my fourth or fifth world so so we were like we're obviously so happy with them and then all of a sudden the breakdown comes out and the score sheets come out and we're like oh my god we got second by 0.7 and then we see oh my god the first place team got zero deductions squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online stand out with a beautiful website engage with your audience and sell anything your products content you create and even your time I've talked about the product that I'm developing and once it's fully ready, Squarespace is going to be the perfect place for me to design a website. I'll be able to showcase the product and how it ties into my online presence already. And I'm super excited to get to explore all the options that Squarespace has available for my future endeavors. Squarespace truly has something for everybody. Are you a freelance creator or artist? Squarespace has appointment scheduling for online booking. Want to send out an email newsletter for your subscribers every month? Squarespace has email templates that you can customize and analytics already built in to see how they succeed. You can also display social media posts and automatically connect all of your channels in one place. So check out squarespace.com outgoing for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code outgoing to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com outgoing for a free trial and use code outgoing to save 10% on your first purchase. Now here comes like, first, I just want to say I am not taking anything away from a team. This has nothing to do with them. I want to wish them a huge congratulations on a phenomenal weekend. And obviously like winning worlds is amazing and I'm so happy for them. And I do not want to take any sliver of that away, like at all. This is not what I'm saying at all. Like I said, this is a safe space. I'm just walking you guys through this because I know that everyone was tweeting that Gabby Fuller was up fighting scores. <laughs> I love how it's just Gabby Fuller. It's not the LJ coaches. It's not anything else anymore. It's just Gabby Fuller's fighting scores. I'll take it, whatever. I will say, I was shocked at how many people were like supporting me in doing so. Cause normally everyone when it comes to Top Gun is like, oh my God, they're fighting scores, they're cheating, they're doing this. And it's like, I, I'm just glad that I'm giving you guys like the light to see it now because I'm vlogging it all as a coach. But like, newsflash, every single team is up in AccuScore at every single competition. Like every single team, no matter what. Especially now with the books being public. Like, you can see that every single team was up there. So, we immediately run to AccuScore, and I'm like, I don't know what they're going to do about it now, but they had three deductions that they missed. There was, they had a potential bobble, there was an incomplete double, and there was, like, the potential out of bounds. And we just wanted, like, clarity on it, because it, it sucks knowing that, like, like I said, I would have been so happy with second. I was so happy with second. 
but it sucks knowing that there was a judging error that caused that and that like that feeling of winning was taken away from our girls because of the judges like that sucks that feeling sucks so as a coach and being literally like we will fight till the end of earth for these girls like we will do anything to get what they deserve we tried everything in our power to just speak to someone about it but unfortunately I don't think in the history of USASF ever they've ever admitted that they were wrong or changed results after the fact or done anything about it however if you guys know the 00 story 2019 that was IASF so that was a completely different organization who ended up kind of like making us co-champions with infinity that year after the fact and like trying to fix whatever happened USASF wanted nothing to do with it we every we literally were up there for hours I think like for so long filling out an FYI form trying to have someone talk to us like we filled out three different forms explaining everything and we just wanted clarity on it like it's okay to say like hey those weren't deductions but like if judging across the board was not consistent this weekend or all year for Madeline I mean yeah all year for sure judging was you guys saw a lot of that but like there was a team I saw on social media on Twitter that got eight points in deductions and didn't make day two for excessive movement when they weren't even shimmying it was like a girl like that had nerves and was like slightly bouncing up and down and then there's a team that is full-on like shimmying and moving that got less than that or that didn't get deducted at all and then it's just like I know they were giving out incomplete double deductions I know they were giving out out of bounds deductions like I know they were doing that but then across the board they weren't even so it just like it was a really hard moment to like and yeah pill to swallow to know that we only got second because of that so we literally tried to do everything possible in our power to fix it to make it right like we didn't want to take away that moment from a team at all we were like if there's just a possibility to speak to someone and to just like get clarity on how these deductions were missed like um but no one in usasf wanted to do anything about it and they basically just refused to admit that there was an incorrect scoring issue and it sucked it really sucked because those girls the routine they put out it they deserved it they had the high even still day two they had the highest raw like by far like they literally if any one of those deductions counted they would have won so it was yeah it was was tough going through all of that because as much as you wanted to be happy with second it was like you just had that ill feeling of knowing that like it really should have been first and that was that was tough but um they were the first team to be like done competing and then we had glock day two which they ended up doing almost like the exact same routine they did day one but then the rest of their division fell like really fell like yeah and we were like oh my god like what is about to happen like that's crazy so then they had awards well we're not even at their awards because one i just didn't know what time it was but two we were in the arena already getting seats because the arena was getting packed out for large co-ed so we were there a little bit early and then all of a sudden like the awards hall that you can hear through is erupting in like screams and we're like i just had a feeling i was like oh my god that's glock's awards I immediately checked my phone, gold medalist, Glock 6. Insane. Luckily, arena or the awards is literally right there. We run through, definitely not where we were supposed to run through. There's like teams about to go on the stage on deck, and we're like running behind them through the curtain to get to Glock because we're like, oh my god, Glock 6 just won. That was insane. 
that was definitely like the best win of the weekend like the craziest most unexpected win of the weekend so that was amazing like getting to run over there and see all of them and celebrate with them and it was just it was crazy um oh and then we got to watch day one of large senior which we had a great seat for that we had great seats both days for yeah, large we did. senior what? but day one we were front and center and we watched senior elite we, well, we watched all of them our opinions going into day well like before scores came out we both kind of thought i thought shooting stars were going to be at first Yes, I was very impressed with Senior Elite Day 1. I thought it was going to be... I thought and Senior Elite and Shooting Stars were definitely my favorite day one. Yep, Shooting Stars came out and looked even better to me. And I was just like, wow. And then Panthers... Panthers had a drop. drop and then and Orange had a tumble bust. had a tumble bust. But even still, like, even, like both of those teams were still popping. Oh, absolutely. You know, the whole yeah, division. Senior Elite and Shooting Stars definitely kind of like, like blew me away in a sense. And I was just like, damn, like... It was really good cheerleading, like, yeah. Really good cheerleading. So it was really fun to watch that division, and then, um, then we watched large co-ed, which we watched this from the side of the arena because you can like fully make eye contact with people in the routine from the and side. Talk to them and like let them know like they're hitting zero and like you got this and like it's basically the alumni section of the arena. No, for sure. And then who was on first? Uh, I think cheetahs. Cheetahs, and then. They had a... Wait, no, TJLC was first day one. Were they? Yeah, Cheetahs were first day two. I want to say TJLC, yes. Okay, so then, yeah, if we kicked it off with TJLC, then let me tell you guys. That routine, I thought was, like, near perfection. It was was amazing. I I mean, we see that routine day in and day out, every Tuesday, Thursday, and it's just like, you know, like, we're used to them hitting. Like, we're used to them... But they hit in a different way than they In a different way, and I was just so impressed and just so happy because... There's just so many great talented athletes on those on that team, you know, and like just going into this weekend I knew they wanted to make history and win another one and just like, you know, and on, on end on that note. And it was just like day one I was just so so impressed and then Well, so they finished day one and I'm like, No no one's touching that. Like there's no way anyone's coming close. And then Steel comes out. And they do phenomenal. They still look great, too, for sure. And I was like, okay, it might be closer than I expected. I was like, like this is what the people want. Like, I know. This is what we love Like, good about competition. Cheerleading. Exactly. Like, both teams hit, so there's no, like, oh, if we would have done this or if we could have done that. Like, no, it's like you both hit, and now we're just waiting on scores to see what it looks like. Well. <laughs> it comes out, and TLC is, like, four points ahead. Three points ahead. But, yes, yeah. it, they were well ahead and both teams obviously looked amazing so then cheetahs was in third going into day two steel in second and then tglc in first and then that was they were like pretty late our night so that was the last team we watched and then we left the competition on sunday that was yeah we didn't get to monday yet that was sunday oh well because they i didn't get to watch them they competed very true yes you're right you're right right before lj so um i think they had like a bobble but like they were ahead by like 17 points like <laughs> like it's my favorite jokes are like double could literally walk out and break dance on the floor and still be in first like for sure but they do have they have phenomenal routine this year so like they deserve it 100 percent um so we leave the competition and then monday i have nothing i'm just spectator justin's a spectator <laughs> and it is just the finals day of cheerleading and okay. so monday <clears throat> We get to the competition around like 10 a.m. 
we are in the arena in the same until seats. like 8 p.m. In the same seats. We got front row on the side, which was so much fun. Because even teams that like, I, we don't know no one on. I am the type of person that, because I know how important it is to like, when you make eye contact with someone and they give you like a thumbs up, a head nod, like a you got it, it it's means like, the world. Like yeah. it, it sparks something in you like, holy crap, like I can do this right now. Like it gives you that extra boost. Sure. So any team that came on, anyone that looked over our way, we're hyping them up. We're like, I made eye contact with so many people and I, I forget sometimes who I am. There was one, it was a Woodlands elite team. And this girl definitely knew who I was. And she kept, she just kept looking over at me through her routine. But I was like, I will get you through this routine. <laughs> I was. I will be one of your supporters. Absolutely. Right so that, that was like so fun for me. Because it's kind of funny at some points when you're like, do you think they realized it was me? Or like, do you think they even knew? Or I like, I wonder what people said about it after fact. But we were right, there for. Like, did you see those people to the right of the mat when we were out there? Like just really cheering us on. And like, we either have no idea who they are or like, oh, we know exactly oh, who right. that was. Like, <laughs> You know, so it's, it's always great. So we started the day off with double O. They hit a beautiful routine. Um, and then we had a huge gap until, well, they went at like, okay, not the huge gap came after. So they went at like eight and then we had large senior started at 1145. And that's when we were like, we were like, we are not leaving from these seats. We have too good of seats to watch all of large senior, all of large co-ed. Like we're staying here all day. Yeah, it was also raining like, outside, so we were like, we're not going anywhere anyway. Not going anywhere. I was not getting up. We just had, yeah, we had such great seats. And like I said, the arena had great food, so we were we were set to we go all set. day. Yep. So then we watched Large Senior. Oof. And, Jesus. like, literally probably the the, some of the best seats out. in the house. The oh, yeah. Cheer Athletics Panthers Because they were in fourth day one. Hits. Like, These hits. girls hit. And I just, like, was like, wow. Like, this is how... They're starting off the division. This is how they're setting the bar. I was just like, what is going to happen next? Like, if all four large senior all-girl teams hit, like, like what's what going to happen? Like, yeah, you know, like, what is really going to happen? So then Panthers did phenomenal. And then Super sh- impressed by them. Shooting Stars came out next, and they unfortunately had Data Sunfall. Oh, man. Which is shooting, so, it's just so stars. heartbreaking to watch because you know, like, literally in that moment, nothing is worse than that. It's like, just it hurts like, so bad. And you hear such a difference in volume from the crowd to compare it to, like, when you're hitting and then when something goes wrong. Like, you just And know. it's so hard for the crowd to pick it back up because they know, like, some part of the routine went wrong. So it was just, like, especially watching Panthers come out and hit. Yeah. So it kind of just put them out of top three in, in my head, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, just out of top two at that point with just them and uh, Panthers competing. But then... Then Orange comes out. Orange comes out. And they were hitting a beautiful routine. And then all of a sudden, a tumble bust again. Like, their routine was hitting, though. Oh, no, they also had they also had a stunt. And those Maybe girls, they didn't have a tumble bust. And those girls do know how to stunt very well. And, like, they're very clean and they're very talented. And, and just, you know, like, you're always impressed by Orange. You know, like, those girls are just very impressive. But then... Especially knowing the season that they had. Like, they had... I want to say their first couple competitions, they had like five plus stunt falls almost every time. And then they came out and turned it around. And they looked like they've been hitting that routine for seven years of their life. Like yeah. their stunts were hitting. Oh, but then, then you get Senior Elite. Elite. So now I feel like Senior Elite was a fan favorite because Ken Lee's last year on Senior I mean, Elite I, I said going into the weekend, I was like, I loved shooting stars, but like, I'm like, it's senior elite year. Like, I, I even want them to win. And like, for the sake of Kenley and Courtney together. Ten and years. Ten years. Ten like, years. Like, since they won 
and it's just like, and they've had great routines over the past couple years. Like everyone's, a, if they, I feel like they are the fan favorite just when it comes really to like, their music and everyone's singing their song and you know doing their motions to their stunt. Like and, I feel like that's the fan favorite. Kenley's the kind of athlete where like she deserved that so much. Like I mean, she yeah, is such a sweetheart. Sure. Obviously, she has put in her years. She has been, like, every year eligible of Senior Elite Center Flyer, like, especially just knowing that that was her and Courtney's last year together. I was like, I, I just know for them, like, this needs to happen. And then they came out and hit and the routine of hit, a lifetime. Yes, like, for sure. They had, unfortunately, um, oh, so any, uh, well, lightning. Oh, yeah. Right? They had an omission and they're tumbling in like the opening and honestly that girl is so amazing so like I really hope she really is keeping her head how high because you know most athletes can't even perform that pass let alone compete it you know right so a like, TOEFL two to whip double yeah so it's just like you know but other than that like everything from stunts and just like overall impression we were just blown away and, and you I could was just, just like you could feel wow. the heart on the floor especially like, in their elite stunt it, yeah. and pyramid you know like just the crowd singing with them and, and just like you know like their legacy i guess you could say especially because kenley's on that team and it's her last year but and just so and just i just feel like that team more than ever maybe it's because of jtv but like even just like maddie doran like all these other little girls like they've been known since like youth elite since they're they've been on a youth team like you knew of them you you they're like the babies of all-star cheerleading right now like no, for sure like the whole industry grew up with them yeah so it just felt like it was their time and then they came out and they hit a beautiful routine so i'm so happy for them i immediately like texted kenley and i was like you deserve the world and i really hope today's your day because that was beautiful cheerleading and she deserves it so then they have larsen rewards in the arena that we were in which i didn't know was happening and i'm so happy it was because i was like we get a front row seat to this as well <laughs> like, like everything just worked in our favor yeah on monday because at great. first we go into monday and we're like oh my god we're really going to be here for eight hours like this is going to be dragging on. Like, we're so tired. And then it flew by. And we had so much fun, honestly. No, honestly, we really did. And, like, thankfully, there was just so many things, even if it was, like, spread out a little bit, that we, like, could look forward to. And then, yeah, then, like, knowing large senior awards were going to be in the arena right in front of us was just like, well, this is it. This is going to be insane. And just can't wait to see who ends up on top because it was really going to be between Senior Lee and Panthers. Yeah, and it's just like... You know, it just you never really know anymore. Like both of them hit, and then of course, like Senior Lee had those two little things when it came to like, you know, the omission, and then like just like, yeah, last pass, I guess you could say. But they come out, and we're sitting there, and we're like, all right, this is about to start. And then in and then fourth, fourth place was the shooting stars, and then third was orange. And then we're and like, then all right, here we go. Like here two. we go. And then the announcer goes, and your world champions are. And instead of calling them by senior elite or like Panthers, she said, cheer. And both gyms start with cheer. Of course, yeah. So yeah. there was so a like, few Panther like, girls that I feel so bad for that like, as soon as they heard cheer, because they're so used to hearing like cheer athletics, they like jumped up and down until they realized that they finished it with cheer extreme. Extreme. And then, oh man, the whole arena erupted. Oh my goodness, you know, and just like, it was so great to see how happy and accomplished Kenley felt and looked, you know, because like that that's what it really comes down to, you know, like somebody that really is so deserving of a world championship and she was able to do it on her last year with her family, you know, obviously where they started. Like, you and know, like Maddie so, like, Gardner being there, like it was, I sure, felt yeah. so cool. Like 
getting to witness such an emotional moment for them. Most definitely, you know, like, and for them as their legacy and stuff, that really was like the icing on the cake, especially for just being in a drought for 10 years. Yeah. Like, 10 years, know, that's 10 a long years, that's a time. Long time. That's a whole decade. Like, you're growing up in a program, like, you know, like, yeah. that's, that's a long time. So, that was really awesome just to be able to watch Front Row, just between their performances and their uh, award ceremony. But then once that ended, then was, we had oh well then we had open large co-ed next and, and revs. revs versus wildcats which wildcats had the highest score day one i think of the entire competition day one score it was a 146.6 no. much respect to this year's uh wildcats um team Their i must was, say that yeah. like they had every factor that you could possibly look for in a routine from especially like brought back like i feel like what wildcats used to be like where like the new and improved just like uh, they had like the energy and the performance yeah, flair, like, but they had the difficulty. Like they really had it all, and yeah, they were like popping. in your face performing. So day one, I was like, that was phenomenal cheerleading, and they scored a one forty six point six out of one fifty on day one. That's like yeah. unheard of. That's, and that's a super big possibility that they could have got grand. Yeah, for sure. So but Revs came out first. Well, yeah, because Revs were in second after yeah. day one. They had a stunt fall, so they were first to perform, and they played it safe they watered a little bit down made sure they hit a routine which they did they hit a hard routine and it was great like i'm telling you right now like especially on a, like that's another fan favorite team i feel like because of just like the hype they built around their name and it just comes to like a, you, you you feel so connected because the the crowd is so involved invested in like their music and singing and doing their motions too and you know like that that's such an incomparable feeling like you really can't cool. like describe what that is like that's what you lj know? said like, like hearing everyone sing their dance music and their right, music exactly. is like, the most insane feeling exactly you know and like i feel like especially like tjlc's dance and lj's dance got so much recognition you know yeah. to just do tiktok like that's all it really took you know and like that's the same thing you know like performing it and people loving it and singing to it like it, it, it's, it just makes performing that much easier and just that much more fun yeah you know but then revs hit and i was just like Oh man, like this is nuts! Like, okay. but then in that moment we're like, I mean, they hit, but is it enough? Like, Wildcats yeah, do technically still, have more difficulty. Like, what is about to happen? But they played it smart knows? that we were like, we were like, if Wildcats slips up at all, like they made the best decision ever because that's right, all they had to right. do. Right, they made the smartest call that they possibly could. Have. Kudos to Adrian Butler. And then Wildcats sure enough, come out. I just like they're hitting everything, and then hitting, all of a sudden, like, center stunt group. Major building fall. Major building fall to the floor. Like, I'm in disbelief. I'm sitting here like, this is such a talented group of athletes. Like, this team is sick. Like, and then that happens. And I'm just like, no way. You know, like, you, like I'm telling you right now, like, especially when it comes to, like, your, your competition, like, nobody ever, like, prays for a downfall. You know, like, you'll never want to see that from any team. Because to me, I find more enjoyment of every team hitting. Yeah doing the best that they possibly can and really seeing who's the best of the best. You know what I'm saying? Because ultimately that's what it takes. That's really what it takes, you know? But long story short, you Revs know, we, came out on Revs top. came out on top and, you know, rightfully so. They were the right. better team they that hit. day. And, yeah. you know, they made the smart calls that they needed to make in order to become, you know, champions. And that was that, was that you know? And, like... And yet again, just great cheerleading, honestly. And like, this is just getting us through our day. Remember, we're still in this arena at this <laughs> point for at least six hours. Yeah. 
And we're just like, well, we have like, another. It was like two o'clock at this point, and now we're like, oh my god, large code doesn't start to like five something. Yeah, and I'm just like, here, like, what are we gonna do? You know? And then like we just watch random teams. We got some food. You know, bathroom Time breaks went by and all fast. That fun. Yeah, because yeah, honestly, and then like a decent amount of people were like surrounding us and stuff. Yeah. So we got to see a bunch of people. We basically and... made the whole side of Top Gun section. Yeah, in, in a sense. And then the moment we all have been waiting for. Large co-ed starts. And guess um, what? I decided to finally take a bathroom break because they just <laughs> got done with like some award ceremony. And I'm like, I'm going to pee really fast before large co-ed starts. I pee and Justin texts me, OMFG, cheetahs are on right now. Like they started, come. And I'm like, Like the quickest ah. possible too. Like normally like they've been like spreading things out, making people wait really long in the back room. And then all of a sudden they were just like, all right, and on coming on next, you know, like. Sure, athletics cheetahs like and I was just like no way they're coming out right now and Gabby literally just left the seating section like and I was just like okay well let's watch this and then luckily I, I made it back out by the time the routine started but yeah. they had what happened to them day one they had a, a tumble bus they no had a yes a co-ed a co-ed stuntfall. they did not have a tumble bus they had the co-ed issue everything else in their routine hit and then all of a sudden steel comes out and they are hitting. Yeah, still, honestly, like, 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 like co-ed sections, like, co stunting sections did not move. Like, solid stunting, great cheerleading to watch. And then, all of a sudden, like, I'm watching, like, I think after their, maybe during their, like, elite it's like, section Yeah, or so I like was that. watching the stunts. I was not even paying attention. And then, all of a sudden, I see a girl go across the uh, front of the floor from, like, our side to the other. Right on hands, so, like, one and a half, like, to her butt, like, rolled out of it, like. And I'm just like, no way. Like, they already had an at. Um, an athlete uh, bobble so I'm just like no way you know because I'm like this is such a great routine like they're really like hitting right now so I'm like like Ben like we know what TJLC needs to do because of it like you know and then everything else was great pyramid was great and then they ended with a strong you know what I'm saying routine mm-hmm. but we knew they had, a that, uh, they had a two point deduction from the athlete uh, bobble so then TJLC comes out and hits Another phenomenal routine, like TGLC absolutely. is hands down and forever will be the best team it's in cheerleading. No, like yeah, like there's really no comparison. I don't care what anybody says. Just the amount of talent, the the coaches, the athletes, how the routine is made, and just the work that they put in all year. Like I'm telling, you, like it's so hard to describe it. Obviously, both of us being a part of it. And like trying to get you guys to even remotely understand what that feeling is truly like, it, it'll never be described, described properly. You know, it's never explained thoroughly enough. You know, but they came out and did what they had to do yet again. And I was like, oh, they're for sure getting grand. Like that routine was, was amazing, amazing, amazing. And of course, like you're not really like looking too hard in depth. You're just making sure stunts Thank are up, you. tumbling timing is better, and just like you know, like the little details continue. Like just being as best as they can so then we go outside to like see the team we want to like congratulate, congratulate them, them on hitting and all of a sudden i'm in the like group chat with all the coaches and all of a sudden their coaches are asking for a video and i was like i have a bad feeling about this i'm like he wouldn't just be asking for a video if he just wanted to watch it because like they would have watched the playback after they competed i was like right or there has the to be a reason with the team right been like, outside with the team. i'm like something has to be happening so Luckily, we watch a video and we're like, we're like dissecting it apart and we're like... Every section from beginning to end. Like, we're trying to see what could have possibly went wrong that we couldn't realize in that moment because we were just so blown away by like the amazing performance that was happening in front of us. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, check the kick double dismounts. I just have a feeling. I'm like, I feel like if there was any section for something to go wrong and we wouldn't have seen it. 
it had to have been something with that. Right, because the hand to hands hit right. hard. Like, we so like, everything hit. Yeah. So all of a sudden we're slowing it down, and there was a very minor inverted dismount. And when it comes to skills like that, it is so tough because it's just like it's not the hardest, most difficult of skills. But it's like but if it, it just happens and yeah. if done wrong. And so they got a four point Safety, legality. Yeah. But so we're up there, we're all panicking. Like four points is huge. Four points is like that that's that's a lot, especially when I thought they were getting grand. You cannot get grand with four even if they scored a perfect one fifty, that would have already put them at a one forty six, which is not grand. Like Revs and Double O already scored higher than that. I was like, that is a big deal. Like what if, I mean, I know these other teams had deductions, but they only had minor deductions. They did not have four-point deductions. Like, so we are all panicking up there. But the steel coaches are also up there in AccuScore. And then we heard that, like, they got the same deduction. They also had an inverted basket. And we were like, there's no way. Especially because, like, I really didn't see anything. No. Like, even, like, the playback, I was, like, very, like... Both of them were mm, very like, you know, minor. Like very, very, very minor. And I was just like, no way. Like, you know, like. But both no of them way. tried like, to talk to AccuScore. Both deductions stayed. And then we still went into the awards, like, so uncertain. I'm like, I don't, I have a, I have a weird feeling that, like, I don't, Cheetahs wasn't at AccuScore at all. I'm like, especially after the way it happened with LJ. And I knew that, like, obviously the team that won got zero deductions and didn't have to fight anything i was like yeah but cheetahs did not get zero deductions. no they didn't yeah. but they weren't but knowing that obviously i saw tglc and then we saw steel coaches like we knew that so yeah so like us going into awards we knew cheetahs had three points in deductions we knew tglc had four and then we uh knew that steel could have possibly had six but we didn't know if they got it back or but not. we did not know and like honestly like if i was acting score honestly i think personally i would have gave it back to them I think I really would have, honestly. Like, I'm being so honest. Like, I really think I would have gave it back to them. But regardless of the points um, or the deductions and how many points every team got, you're 2023 world champions. Well, but it would listen before we get to that. All of a sudden, they're like in third place. Oh yeah. Steel. And we were like, and everyone was like, holy. Even Steel was shook. Oh, Steel was like, just like. I can't even describe their emotion. They were but just But, like, okay, so... I know cheer Twitter has a ball when it comes to quote-unquote bad sportsmanship, but until you're in that position where you really think you have a fighting shot at winning Worlds and you lose, like, right. it, it's, it's, it hurts It's the biggest so slap in the face bad. you could possibly ever get. Like, your heart shatters, your mind goes blank. Like, all of that hard work all up. year comes yeah, down to this, like, and that was it. It wasn't enough. Like, it yeah, hurts. So, it's, it's, I don't necessarily think it's bad sportsmanship that they had. It's just, like... It's reality. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's literally reality. You get what I'm saying? Like, and, and unfortunately, that's the sad part. Like, that's the sad truth. Like, and it's not it's not wrong, but it's not right. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you know, no matter what, you have to suck it up and congratulate and do all that, whatever, yada, yada, yada. But, like, yeah, they got called for third, and I was just like, here we go. Like, let's see what's gonna happen now. Because we already sat through one award ceremony. Where we thought we were winning. Where we thought, yep, exactly. So then, and then they announced 2023 World Champions, TGLC. Oh, man. We were so lit. So many emotions. So many, so much happiness. Yeah. So much joy. And just so much alum was there because they were literally making history. Like, Like, literally three-peat for the first time ever in cheerleading history to the best team that's ever made to the best team that has ever existed you know to the kids that have worked so hard 
And like there's some kids on that team that went undefeated all three years, have never lost worlds. Yeah. That's impressive. Some are literally 15 years old. Others are graduating this year. It could not have worked out any better to that like ending, you know what I'm saying, like fairy tale to their story. Like yeah. like it's just like the best best possible case scenario. And just, you know, very happy for, you know, the Rosarios and, you know, them being back on top because at one point. We, yeah, there was like a six-year drought seven, of no winning. Seven. 2014 to 2021. Yeah. Seven years. And, you know, thankfully, when we got back on top in 21, we knew what it took to stay on top in 22. And then we solidified it in 23. And just overall, great cheerleading. So, yeah, Monday but, was super long. The four-point deduction knocked them out of grand. They would have had a one forty-eight point five five, which I think would have been the highest score in world's history. Yeah, which is what sure. they deserved. Yeah. But because of the legality, luckily another Top Gun team still came out on top. So it was Top Gun made history all weekend. Double O was the first team ever to win five consecutive years. Uh, we came out with six golds. Should have been seven. Six golds, um, which has never been done by a program ever. Yeah. I'm, still bitter about it it's okay I, I'm very ha- I don't want to sound like I, I'm very happy with second it just hurts knowing the reality of it all but yeah um six golds as a program Top Gun Arizona took their first win TJ Orlando took home two wins TJ Miami took home two three wins three wins yes and it was just it was a great weekend to be a Top Gun athlete because it always is honestly it's just I like agree. a friendly reminder that like Top Gun really is one of the one of, if not hands down, the, the best, best program in the world. And it's just like, there's really no comparison at this point. It's like, it's not up for debate, especially when it comes to our high level world's athletes, like in teams, like. <laughs> feels feels definitely really good to be a part of something like that. But it was a successful weekend. And now here we are driving back up to Orlando and I have my last and final competition of the season, which is the one championships with my senior two team. And then I have a week off, which Obviously, I am sad the season ended, but, like, I cannot wait for this week off, guys. You have no idea how much I need just time to be home. But that was an hour-long podcast giving you literally a step-by-step of our weekend. Like, every single little detail. You got it all. So, I hope you guys enjoyed. We have about two hours left of our car ride, so I think we're going to play some music. Oh, we might watch Aladdin. We started watching that. And... We got some more cheerleading this weekend. So, thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Outgoing Without Going Out. Bye.